0: Congratulations. Congratulations.
1: You're listening to Congratulations Pine Tree, the Bay's number 1 Arts and Culture podcast with me, Kate Rhodes,
0: and me, Mason Wazwaz.
1: Maysoon ah. is back. I'm back. Everyone was dreaming of you, Maysoon. Oh. <laughs> Maysoon, there is a show closing this coming Saturday, Active Shooter at My Baptism over there at Bass and Rainer. Oh yeah. Oh, actually that closed l- this last Saturday.
0: I saw that show. It was really fucking good.
1: Okay, Maysoon, tell me about every show you've ever seen in your entire life.
0: <laughs> I went to Minnesota Street Projects this weekend, last weekend, to see some shows. So I was like, well, I guess I better get back to it. Sort of my, my take. Yep. Um, and I went to Bass and Reiner, and Chris was there, and I did say hi, but we didn't say anything else. We just said, hi, how's it going? And that was it. I think I've seen Chris... him about 4,000
1: times since that time you saw him.
0: Oh, my God. said so that one time when I was like, I, he doesn't, I was like scared. I'm such so a So wait, you sometimes. said hi, but that was it? We said, we said hi. Yeah. Wow. We just said hi. Wow. I don't know. He's I'm tall. I'm a weirdo. He's very tall. Yeah. He was busy. I was busy. <laughs> um. Anyhow, no, these, these paintings, the paintings at that, in that show are incredible. They're on like, you know unstretched canvas so they're kind of like nailed to the wall Whoa. and they have like tons of i mean there's just so much imagery like it's the each painting is referencing so like so many it's elements. like a fucking hieronymus bosch level of visual kind information of, just fire really hosing into your eyeballs kind of fire hosing into your eyeballs that's um, what i'm always I, I looking for definitely highly recommend it i really wish i had taken a picture of the labels or something to give you more information about it but this artist is a current mfa candidate at stanford go trees and they are an iraq war an iraq veteran a iraq war veteran and you can see that in the paintings there's a lot of it's just graphic i mean yeah lots of i don't know they're they're intense they're like emotionally intense I really I really appreciated them actually quite a bit. What um, else did you see over there? I also saw okay, so I went to Rena Branston. Um, one of the, one of the what do you call it, blue chip galleries? You call them that? Anyhow, I went to Rena Branston Gallery, and they have an exhibition of work by an artist named Jonathan Calm. And uh, the show is called Hands on the Wheel, African-American Auto Mobility and Space, Time, and Mind. And that show is actually open through April 16th, which is an, I thought all these shows were ending next weekend, but that show's open for quite a while. And this is the artist's first solo exhibition, um, which is... He's a Bay Area artist. I believe he teaches in one of the local um, universities, but the project is um, photo based, predominantly photo based, and their documentation of different sites listed in the Negro Motorist Green Book, which was published in 1936 and 1966. Um, which is the guidebook that referred travelers of color to safe and dignified accommodations during the final decades of the jim crow era i would recommend that show the artist puts himself into into the different um like there's a picture of him on a train where he's sitting there and he's dressed in like you know the the sort of like i guess the clothing of the time of the era it's uh-huh. like a three-piece of a, 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 whatever a double-breasted um vest on and mm-hmm. i like i enjoyed that show there was a Pretty wild video piece, or I would say fun video piece of Rashad Newsom's, you know, Rashad Newsom, I mostly know him as sort of a choreographer or um, not dancer, but, you know, I've seen a lot of his, a number of his performances. Yeah, that he's kind of choreographed or put together. Yeah. But this is a video piece. That's just, like, got all sorts of imagery. It's based um, – imagery. It's called Build or Destroy. It's in one of the galleries, the Gallery 106 on the the main right off the atrium. Uh-huh. That was interesting. I would – I actually, for that piece, I really wanted the sound to be so much louder, and I wanted the video to be – much bigger because that room is quite large you know and so you walk in it's just sort of a small not small video it is a projection so it's it's actually wall size but it just the video and the sound had i've wanted it to be more like surround sound in there and his new single channel video build or destroy this is how i'm going to do it really good really (laughs) good Newsom brings to life the female composition in first place. Animating the bedazzled and blazing body against an original soundtrack, the artist explores ideas around identity construction, particularly black trans spam identity, and how performance might offer space for its creation and detonation. Do you know how yeah. long it's up for? That is up through next weekend, February twenty sixth. The wow. video is about just over five it's about five and a half minutes. Get over there, people get over there if you haven't already it. another show i saw at M- minnesota street projects is um an exhibition by artist artist sonia Rappaport. the pro the piece is called or the show is called fabric paintings and i'm we had a, sh- a show of uh, sonia Rappaport when i was working at the mills college art museum but this work is totally different i mean it's similar but very different and sonia Rappaport um was one of those artists one of those artists who I feel like was one of those like women artists who got discovered very late in their career as an artist mm-hmm. and she passed away in 2015 and it's really nice to see that her work is still being like what's the words kind of unearthed and shown um mm-hmm. so I I would I definitely recommend I would love for people to go see her work because she is a super interesting artist who is exploring this 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 says Rappaport's fabric paintings represents a radical departure for the artist who had previously been recognized as an abstract expression as painter which is I actually wouldn't describe her as that either, which is weird. The exhibition reveals the origin of Rappaport's systematic abstraction of the female form and in her in her first experience with the painting on found materials. A lot of those are textiles. Um so it was it was pretty interesting. It was fun to see new work of hers or different work of hers that I was unfamiliar with. I the work the work that we showed of hers at Mills was like all this wild kind of like kind of like comparative analysis of Things having to do with science and the natural world or the world around you. And she did all these projects like on – remember that old computer paper? Yeah. Where the, it had like the little the perforations dots. on the sides. Uh-huh. And so she'd print all these things out and she would draw on top of it and there'd be like, you know, different colored like um, stickers on them. It was just sort of this wild world that I, I have never seen any any artist create work quite like her. Um, and there was one piece in the show that was reminiscent of that show, uh, one piece in the show at Case More Kirkaby that was re- representative of, or reminiscent of that of that work, which I thought was interesting, or just, like, really fun to see again. That's awesome. Yeah. She Have you seen really, that show cool at the Cliff House? I still haven't made it to that show, but I think it's open for quite a while, or for a while now. Well, longer. I saw it. Oh, you did? Yeah. Tell me about it. Did you love it? Did you know it? No, I hated it. <laughs> You hated it. Oh, why? <laughs> Tell me more.
1: There's Was obviously it one of those
0: things where like I think I struggle a lot with um, with like site specific work where the site is stronger than the work. Yep. Or the site doesn't complement the, nail the on work. The head. Or like it's just sort of like um, the artists are ha- are amazing artists and have strong work, but exactly. then with the site, it's just too much. You can't. I mean, really just wandering that around
1: almost. that empty restaurant is its own art experience. Right. So, you the work is kind of gilding the lily. It's what now? It's gilding <sighs> the lily. Time? It's a hat on gilding a gilding
0: the lily. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Interesting. I love that. Um, yeah. Cuz
1: obviously I, there's loads of great artists in there, you yeah. know, and and great work and everything. I mean, I also have I think complicated feelings about art that's responding to, like, global warming. I just can't get into global warming and artists trying to make their fucking art about it like it matters.
0: Wait, like, you mean art Art is not, like, an appropriate response to global warming? It's not, like, action enough?
1: It's like trying to put out a wildfire with, like, your fucking Nalgene clean canteen.
0: Is it? Is it the specific kind of work, or you just think in general? If, like, I that's think that's also the specific that art, kind of work.
1: Because there was a lot of like video and like paintings of like leaves and like, I just can't get into it. I think it's cynical to make work about climate change that isn't really like, I think the only artists that are actually doing anything are kind of like social practice artists like Amy Balkin and like, you know, fucking Mel Chin and like artists that really Mm -hmm. are doing something. Like, Mm -hmm. if an artist went in there and fucking personally tested the paint on the walls to see if it had lead in it, and then if it did, like, they painstakingly stripped down the paint, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: that to me is like a more real thing addressing something but then it's like yeah. is that do we even care about that as an art project
0: yeah well sure i mean i i think artists artists have a way of bringing to light something that maybe a scientist wouldn't necessarily think about how do you think that space could be better used like the the two of us were just talking about like before before this last comment you had just talking about how it's so so hard or so challenging to like to work in a site like that. Okay, so there was one
1: piece by Jana Windren who made a sound sculpture called mm-hmm. Energy Field and the sound is this, I'm looking at the KQED review about it um, was a sound sculpture that emits the howl of someone or something in pain. Okay. Ice Jeez. flows... Oh. Trees moan and buckle against merciless weather. That one well, was that's good. That's a little bit See, abstract. If the whole thing was just that, I think it would have been fine. Or, like, another thing to use the space for, I think performance, any kind of performance thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I just think putting the art, like, all kinds of art sculptures. There was, like, somebody made a thing that was, like, a pinball machine. There's a pink octopus <laughs> sculpture. Like, all this stuff. And I just think it wasn't – it was clashing with the, like, very specific space that it was in. Right. Aside yeah, from the actual, like, conceptual content of it. I still want to see the show. Yeah, I go like see, see the show, and then I want to hear what you
0: think about it. But I have to say, like, part of part of what intrigues me the most about the show is the site. <laughs> right, like, exactly. I'm like – I really miss going to the Cliff House. I want to go see how it's being used in this iteration. Right. And I just want to get in there in a time when it's in between, like, restaurants. Yeah, you know? and you can,
1: like, go in the kitchen and go in all these places you couldn't go before.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, this is off the record because the show's already down, but did you see Troy Lamarchu's um, exhibition at Altman Siegel? No. So you had to download a fucking... I'm not even going to say it right, knowing me. Was it augmented reality... Down oh is that what it is okay halo Where, like you shoot
1: your phone yeah. at it and then you see weird shit on your phone
0: yeah there were yeah. like these so all the paintings reference different kinds of dance styles like the cabbage patch or oh that's cool um the roger rabbit and so if you pointed your camera at the painting you could see these the different dance moves happening that's cool which is pretty funny i it was like okay you know me i'm like i'm so <laughs> i'm so last last decade of these days more In than general. just last decade. Come on. Last decade. Okay. Last I decade was twenty nineteen. Oh well, no, I mean twenty tens. Twenty ten.
1: You mean nineteen
0: ninety-three. <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> stop it. Anyhow, it was fun, but I was kind of like, is this is this the new way that we're gonna be experiencing art? Like with our phones literally plastered to our faces. mean soon that shit's been that. going on forever. Yeah, but I have to say this is the first time I was in a show where it's sort of like you kind of needed your phone to really understand the full I'm just saying Jenny O'Dell
1: had an augmented reality piece for her Recology exhibit in, like, 2015. I guess I didn't see it. I guess I
0: didn't see it. 2015, May soon. All right. Okay, but can we
1: keep that in the show? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay,
0: great. (laughs) (laughs) I do really – I really loved the show. It was really fun. But I have to say – wait, let me tell you this other thing because you're going to love this part – Oh, I yeah. went into I went into McAvoy to see their show, which uh-huh. I can't tell you the name of it without clicking. So I'm not going to. It's up for a while, <laughs> you guys, so don't worry about it. Just go <laughs> see the you show. Click. There, don't. I'm not you clicking. not me. Don't you think But so I went. I didn't that. have a reservation, which is fine. Everyone's kind of letting you in now. No problem. But I went in and I saw someone that I knew, and I I was like, I left. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Not because I actually really love this person so dearly, but I just couldn't. I don't think I'm ready to to my lifestyle. Just in general, I don't like because of like, you know, I just my dad passing away. I'm just not ready to be like fully engaged. Anyhow, I just was sort of like I'm still cagey. I'm still a little bit cagey, so it's sort of like I was sort of intentionally trying not to see anyone, which is why I'm not going to any openings, but. You it gotta get a so, really dramatic haircut. It was really ridiculous. I couldn't believe it. Because it wasn't like it was someone I didn't like. Like, everyone I usually see out are people I love seeing out, of course. you know? But sometimes you just can't handle it. I need a fucking disguise. I feel... <laughs> just get a dramatic haircut. No one will ever know it's you. I'm gonna put a... Well, no, I can't put a wig on because then it would be, like, drawing more attention. No, put a wig on. be drawing. Put a wig No, because it'll be drawing attention to me. People will be like, who's the crazy lady with the wig on? No, it's fine. <laughs> Anyhow, if you saw me there and I was avoiding you, it's just because I'm in a weird state right now and you just got to let me be in that state. Um, I want to say the same for me.
1: Can I say the same <laughs> yeah. for me? If yes, you see course. me anywhere and I'm acting weird, um, it's just because I am
0: weird. But do you want them to approach you or do you no. want them to still give no you No one approached
1: me ever for any reason. No. <laughs>
0: I have to say, if, if I'm being weird and you approach me, uh, 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 I might say some things that you weren't ready to get into. You know what I, I mean? Well, like but might just I'm actually too
1: much. fine with it. If anyone does want to approach me, I'm actually fine with it.
0: Oh, okay, good. It I'm is going to ruin okay my being,
1: entire yeah. day, but it's actually no, it fine. Won't. We'll have oh, the best goodness. conversation ever, and then I will have an anxiety attack about it for the and next 24 Kate hours. And then I will
0: literally run home and like, hide under the blankets for 24 hours. Yeah. Okay. But it's fine. I'll just come home and watch more Poldark episodes on fucking PBS. <laughs> that's, what is That's your British period drama? That's, it's not, I don't think it. I can't tell if it's British. No, yeah, it's British. Sorry. They're in Cornwall. Oh, yeah. Period drama. Are they eating yep.
1: Cornish pasties the whole time? I don't know what the fuck they're eating. Of okay, Mason, do you know what the next show at Bass and Reiner is going to be? No, weren't we just, Rainer. didn't they just
0: email about it?
1: It's Luca Antonucci.
0: Oh, Luca! I want to say that, but I will not be going to the opening. My apologies in advance. Okay, that's fine.
1: <laughs> oh, the opening reception is going to be Saturday, February 26th from 4 to 6. That's the Saturday, people. That's nice tight. May soon. while you were gone, we got an email from a listener. Okay, thanks. Maybe reconsider your position on Palo Alto. I get that there's a lot of privilege in Palo Alto, but that doesn't mean that art exhibited there isn't interesting, diverse, or worthy of being considered.
0: Everything that person said was clearly well-considered and well-phrased, and I appreciate it and respect it fully. Okay, fine. However, oh, I don't Wait, I mean, yeah, however? I, know. <sighs> I will say that, like, I, you know, I think the real thing is that Palo Alto is basically just off my radar, which... Maybe I need to sign up for email email announcements from some of those organizations. This writer writer in mentioned like uh-huh. the Palo Alto Art Center and the Cantor Art Center. I haven't gone to like an MFA show down there in a really long time. Oh yeah, you know. So sort of like it's just kind of off my radar. So sorry, but and it's also <laughs> off my radar because I I equate it with like just an awful part of the bay area so i'm a little bit like
1: oh, mm, oh see i'm it not hurts. against the south
0: bay as a whole no
1: God, i'm not no. even against palo alto i'm pro mm. peninsula pro south bay i'm wearing my board shorts i got white tube socks up to my knees i got those checker vans i'm riding my longboard. board <laughs> south bay are you kidding me that's, that's fucking
0: socal no, it's
1: Well not. South Bay is kind of SoCal. It's the SoCal really. of the Bay Area.
0: I feel like I'm more tuned in a little bit, not even not as much, not enough, is what I just want to mean to say, with San Jose with like the museum down there and the ICA and but Palo Alto, yeah, definitely falls off the radar radar. Radiar. <laughs> the
1: radar. May soon, the radar. What about the pasteleria? Say what now? The pasteleria.
0: Is that Portuguese? Uh huh.
1: There's a Portuguese bakery within oh. a short walk of the San Jose Museum of Art. Where okay, you do you want to do
0: a South Bay little travel extravaganza? Hell yeah, art, I do art and food extravaganza. Yeah, let's go. Okay, we'll do that. We can get
1: some pastéis de nata. Um, If anybody wants to give us some more Peninsula or South Bay tips on stuff we should check out when we go down there, you should give us a call, 419-351-6606. You can tweet us at Pine Tree Podcast, or you can email us, congratulationspinetree at gmail.com. I keep getting up and pacing around the room, and I'm wondering if it's going to pick up on my microphone.
0: It totally is. I was also going to say, like, I think Kate and I are also particularly interested in maybe um, places that are sort of not on the not on the map. Like we know about the museums, we know about the the larger institutions down there, but if there are any little small,
1: yeah, small situations, small places, that we but know about, not ones where we're going to get our organs harvested. What does that say about Palo Alto in the South Bay? Huh? What are you trying to say? Nothing, because I only love and respect the (laughs) south bay and all the people connected to the south bay
0: do you think that writer was actually really annoyed with us or were they just trying to like oh yeah yeah? of course (laughs) (laughs) i want you to know everyone that i finally bought some socks some stock socks i have been having a hard time knowing where to buy socks during the pandemic Socks.
1: i thought you said stock like stocks and bonds
0: Oh no, socks for your feet! They Don't. Now's the in time ch- to be pairs. buying
1: stocks, though. May soon the stock the S and P five hundred dipped ten percent
0: today. Wow, that's exciting. Anyway, go I'm ahead. I'm not buying stocks. I'm over it. Socks, Anyhow, though, the, socks will socks, never socks depreciate in value. All of my socks, the elastic is worn out. There's holes on the bottom. My feet are cold, and when I walk on the ocean, are in the sand, all the sand is in my socks because there's holes in them. Where are you getting these socks, Mason? Okay, so I found, of course, I just did a Google search. Socks.
1: Wow. (laughs) Best
0: socks to buy. Such a weird word to say, actually. And I looked through multiple, I, you know, found a, like, wire cutter list of the best socks to buy. Not really. And, of course, there's, like, but those are pretty expensive. (laughs) Fun. B-s. I oh, have a pair of
1: b-s? socks that my sister-in-law oh, got for me.
0: Do you like them? Yeah, they're good. They're good. I found this place called Calzedonia. What the fuck is that? I don't know, but they've got great socks. I mean, they're for me. They're great. Are they local? I don't know. I ordered this shit <sighs> online.
1: No, we only support local. Is b-s local. B-s. No, but I didn't buy
0: those. Well, you you just publicized them for free on our podcast. No, I didn't because yes, I'm did. going to bleep it. You better cut it out. I'm going to bleep, bleep it. it. I bleeped bleep it. I already did. Anyhow, so I bought. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing about this one this one spot that they didn't have like really colorful socks. I'm trying to branch out It's out of black clothing only. So, yep, I bought a I bought 16 pairs of socks from them. It's the craziest wow. thing I've ever done. I'm like. <laughs> The craziest thing you've well, ever done no. is buy 16 pairs <laughs> so, of socks. Sorry, this is ridiculous. I just got really excited. They have all sorts of fun socks. Well, not fun, but they have like sheer socks with like little patterns on them. And like pattern socks. I don't know. I just like them. I usually You and Buck Wild. I usually just wear like black socks, you know. And I was like, I want to wear something No, it's different. time to
1: embrace your inner sock freak.
0: And then I also ordered like a 16 pack of like all different color little ankle socks may soon can we have a cultural exchange oh with who with what how you and me oh okay yeah sure maybe okay ready i don't know go ahead
1: i've been watching some reality tv dating shows again okay (laughs) and i don't understand straight people
0: oh uh i might not be okay yes go ahead i can try well it seems to me that
1: okay now i apologize in advance (laughs) I'll try my best. Okay. <laughs> it seems to me that straight women, oh, okay, okay, at least on these shows, okay. a man could look like anything, okay. 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 But if he is tall, oh, okay. He is like the most desirable person alive. Mm. Interesting. He could be an absolute, complete dipshit, yeah, but that's the too women bad, will f-
0: just lose their minds. Even if he's, like, tall and ugly? <laughs> okay, go ahead. I mean, me personally. Explain it. I, I feel like personality is, like, of course, like, an initial attraction is something, but tall isn't, isn't all there is not is, like... I don't know. Like, that just seems like a random, a random feature.
1: I think we need the listeners to weigh in on this. I don't think you're giving the full view. What do you mean? Of
0: straight. I don't think you're giving the full. I don't know if you're really representing the straight women fully. I'm just trying to. I have dated men who were my height, and I think it's been fine. But I haven't. I don't think I've dated men who've been shorter than me. But I don't know if I would be completely opposed to it.
1: Wow.
0: But that's also because I feel like personality is, like, the most important thing.
1: Is the tallness important because then they can fight
0: dangers? No, you can be tall and fucking skinny and have like, I've never left your computer keyboard and have no sense of anything. Seriously. (laughs) I mean, okay. Is it so they can see farther? The dangers. I think it's something to do with dangers. I don't think it's danger. I think it's some sense of like, hold on, hold on. I had it in my brain. Let me just get back there. Let me just squiggle on back.
1: I've never dated anyone taller than me.
0: Mm-hmm. You're quite tall.
1: I've dated people my same height. Yeah, but I would totally date someone. Th- I mean, I wouldn't date anyone because I have my girlfriend who I love exactly and will always be true to. But I, I would, I would. I mean, is it just I, like when I was still single, I would totally have dated someone taller than me. I guess me. I'm just very tall. Like I don't the, meet there's a the, lot the of the women tall, dark, and than.
0: handsome trope, right? But what is it about the tall? Uh-huh. I mean,
1: I think it's something about seeing far okay straight people if you want to educate me about what Do you, you all are it's up just to straight
0: people you don't think you don't think queer folks are wanting tall people or more attracted to tall people as well i
1: mean i'm sure there are but it's not as like unilateral as straight women valuing height in men
0: i don't know maybe maybe women i don't know oh my god <laughs> I was like, these women want someone See? to look up to. I don't know. It's weird. I don't someone get it. Someone to look up to. How sick is that? It's sick. I know. I feel. I feel sick. uncomfortable saying it. Even, but it's sort of like you what? feel sick that you said. I do. It. I feel like a massage. You feel for you betrayed it. your kind of. sisters. Well, no, just women in general. Not not the straight yeah. sisters. <laughs> I don't care. The straight sisters. <laughs> Oh, I hate that you ask these questions because I don't really care at all. And now I'm going to have to look it up and find out more. And it's annoying to me.
1: (laughs) You got to ask all your single straight women friends. I'm not. No, I don't know. I mean, I know people,
0: but I'm not going to ask them that shit. Why? Because I don't care. They won't mind. They won't mind. You ask all your straight people. You're the one who's wondering. Does it have to be single? Maybe single is kind of better because we know what the what's on their. Profile. I feel
1: like if they have a partner, they're not going to want to. Just like you, they're not going to be. They're not. They're going to say, gonna "Oh well, totally it's useless. Just, he was perfect, whatever height." <laughs> We're he is. totally
0: useless. Sorry.
1: Yeah. Okay. Never mind that. Okay, Mason. What's going on? Are we about to have World War Three? I think so. Well, you know what's not terrible, Mason. You got any birds for us this week? I was about to say "Birds of Lake Merritt" by Alex Harris you know soon i got alex harris's contact info we should oh, have we him did? on the
0: show wait when i did oh you want to send it to me i swear to god i'll email him okay oh my god
1: is he going to be mad at us for basically reading his entire book on the podcast
0: nah i hope not
1: everybody go buy this book go, buy the go the book. to heydaybooks.com that's h-e-y oh my Day god books com let's plan. And get this book there's beautiful watercolor illustrations that you can never even oh, wait, who's experience the illustrator let's interview you. that person i think maybe alex harris did the oh illustrations my God.
0: okay what if we did a lake Merritt walk with alex harris yes dude <laughs> i'm so nerdy I, would love that. I love it holy shit
1: sorry go ahead i'm excited i got really excited. yeah alex harris did all the watercolors as well
0: oh wow i love this guy yeah, we could do like a live interview with him, <laughs> out on the lake. Sorry, I'm getting way ahead of myself. And then we could take a. Okay,
1: whatever walk. you want, me. I'll do whatever you want. <laughs> we did. We talked about the golden eye. Yeah. Another little duck. Yeah. I've been seeing those nonstop out there. Oh, see, cool. I love
0: that. Now you have. Now you know what to look for when you're there. That's the best. Honest
1: to God, because I think if it wasn't for Alex Harris, I would have thought they were just coots or something. Right. Okay. But now mm. I really know what to look for. Cool so may soon this week we're gonna talk about the glaucus winged gull i think you did the glaucus i don't think so (laughs) i'm going in order okay go ahead the glaucus what you know these guys no Lyris glaucuskins and they are 19 to 23 inches in length
0: oh wow that's quite large it's almost two feet long at the longest shit
1: oh and this is fantastic alex harris gives us a very very to the point breakdown of how to know what kind of seagull you're looking at oh
0: okay great i like that
1: okay here's the tip to help you identify your seagulls step one look at its wing okay step two is it glaucus what the hell <laughs>
0: no alex that is not <laughs> helpful Get it together.
1: <laughs> if your answer to step two is yes, congratulations, you might be dealing with a glaucus-winged gull. Okay. What is glaucus but again? what is glaucus, Please. you might be thinking? Yes! <laughs> it's another word for gray. Oh. So basically, if the gulls look like all the other types of gulls at the lake, of which there are many, except that their wings are gray... It's a glaucus gull. But wait, you yell... Eliciting sidelong glances from anyone around you. Is
0: he do Don't really many gulls have grey wings? I love Yes, he is so hilarious. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Sorry. Okay. I got excited.
1: Don't many gulls have grey wings? Yes, they do. But the glaucus wing gulls' wings are grey all the way down to the wingtips, oh. whereas, whereas on other gulls, the wingtips are black or white. Oh,
0: okay. Very specific. Okay. Thank you. Wait, can I ask one question? Is this both sides yeah. of the wing or just the outer part of the wing, outer side of the wing? Uh, Does he specify? Because sometimes the underside is different.
1: You know, I think it's just the outside. So when you're just seeing them standing. Okay,
0: let's start our list of questions for Alex Harris. We're going to have a lot for him.
1: Yeah, we'll have a never-ending list of questions for you. <laughs> Our first, if we get Alex Harris on next, that'll be our first interview since the pandemic started.
0: That would be such a cool way to start interviewing again.
1: And he's an incredible artist, so this totally is it's on point. totally on point. Okay, Mason, you got any tips for me or anyone else?
0: Is that it about the gulls? That's it about the gulls for now. Okay, fine. Glaucus. Glaucus? 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 Glaucus gull. R- gray mm-hmm. wings to the tip. Do I have any tips for you? Uh-huh. Tips. Um, clean your desk regularly. Cause if you don't, oh, God. your computer sure will don't. shut down and light on fire.
1: Wow. Okay. And I'm gonna be changing the batteries in my smoke detector from the bridge. <laughs> to the other bridge. To the island in between. This has been Congratulations, Congratulations Pine, Pine Tree. tree.